With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. And welcome along, everybody, to the Late Tea Time podcast, a studio with a slight difference today. You can see we're in the Sports Broadcast Media Studios and uh, we are bringing you, well, we're both in the same room for a change. It is me, James. It is him, Dave. How are you? Hello. Yes, that's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. So we've got the uh, got the backdrops. We've got everything else stays the same. We're basically back here to talk about um, the, well, come here as late as possible for you on a Wednesday. We come here to try and give you um, the best bets as we can to allow the man alongside me to get his gargantuan golfing brain around all of the news, the rumours, everything from the course that uh, can guide us to giving you the very best bets. And DT's done us quite well over the last two weeks, hasn't it? We've done very well the last two weeks. We had um, we had Victor Hovland. Well, you had Victor Hovland last week. Yeah. Second at 28. Well, I, I messaged you after day three, saying, I don't need you on this anymore. Because <laughs> Justin Rose and Victor Hovland are riding high. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you, you came good on day four. Yeah, I got um, a 12 to one. My 12 to 12.8 to one acre. Uh, round four, two ball landed, uh, which was nice. What, nice way to finish off the the US PGA, yeah. And then the week before, we had uh, that big success in the Byron Nelson didn't from we? the um, the man you can never remember his name of. Yeah, go on, Marty. I'll test you. I'll <laughs> test you. What was his name? Marty. He can do honestly. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it, it's been a fantastic last two weeks. Uh, thanks for uh, playing your part and for your, all your messages on the uh, Twitter. Uh, and everywhere else, and uh, very much appreciated as we go through um, the uh, the seasons. Hopefully, we can make it three out of three today, and we can get a few more because we are with you for the uh, the Charles Schwab Challenge. And uh, I will go through the uh, the top end of the market DT, and we have um, plenty of uh, players and plenty of good players in this one. You can see that Scotty Scheffler is the uh, tournament favourite or pre-tournament favourite there at nine to two. Um, Colin Morikawa, my mate Colin, who were kind of threatened a little bit in the USPGA, but never really looked like he was going to achieve too much. He was He's in there at 14. You've got Jordan Spieth, 
in there at uh, 16. So is Victor Hovland at that price as well. Plenty more in there too. And uh, you'll see them going across the bottom end of the screen. But as I said, we leave this as late as possible on a Wednesday as we possibly can to allow you to kind of soak in all the information. Has that led us anywhere in the Charles Schwab? Yeah, I've got a couple of bets um, or two players. Anyway, we might play them in different markets. So the first one I like is uh, an old Texas faithful in Ryan Palmer. Uh, this is his local event. It's his hometown event, home course. Uh, we obviously had success with that a couple of weeks ago. It's, this is well known, obviously, that it's Ryan Palmer's home course. Uh, but I think he's an interesting one this week. Um, he played in the US Open qualifier in the in the Dallas area earlier this week. I think he shot 63-71. He just missed qualifying. Um, but they've interviewed him uh, this week. And it was quite interesting to hear what he said. Obviously, talks about his affinity with this uh, tournament in the area, and it, it's his fifth major, and all those sorts of things. But in terms of his game, that that's where I thought the interesting comments were, um, mm. which I'll read to you. He said, um, "I love where my game's at. I kept saying all along it's trending, it's moving in the right direction. What happened at Wells Fargo, and then to play well at Byron Nelson, it's so close. I could tell in the way I'm hitting it." And the short games get in there. Yeah, it's going to be a fun well, week. We've all been there, though. We've all we all thought oh, if we, we can only play those two or three shots again, we'd be so close. But in terms of, yeah, backing up the word. So mm. at the Wells Fargo, he did start well with a sixty-six and finished thirty-fifth, and that was after four missed cuts. So it represented a bit of a turnaround. But the Byron Nelson, you know, the other another Texas event, uh, he was eighth, started off sixty-four, sixty-five. So. He does feel like there's something coming. You can certainly look to him in the outright market. I mean, in this at this course, Colonial Country Club, famed Colonial Country Club, which has been used on tour since 1946. He's got a third, a couple of fifths and a sixth. So he has played well here at his local event. He's sort of got used to all the expectations. Sometimes he's risen to you know the, the challenge of it all rather than folded with everybody watching on and you know, having to sort out tickets and everything. He knows the deal now. And I just feel timing-wise, he's coming into the event in nice form, but his price hasn't sort of caught up with him yet. So on the outright, James, I think you can get 100 to 1. Sorry, who are we talking about? I just I missed the name. The Ryan Palmer. Okay, yeah, around about 100 to who 1. Who are we talking about? For Ryan. <laughs> I was busy pressing the buttons. It's a big studio. We've got lots of things to press. I know. And the, um, I'll let you off. So Ryan Palmer, the choice there, who thinks he's close, not too far away. As I say, I, I mean, I've been there. I've played a nice five iron. I thought, if we can only, only do that every time, then I'll be, uh, I'll be playing on the US PGA Tour. Like Michael Block. We'll come on to him anyway. Yeah. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What, what a performance at the US PGA for Michael Block. And um, to be a PGA, I mean, obviously to be a PGA professional, you've got to be a half decent, haven't you? You can't just do that if you can't hit a, hit a golf ball. But um, to then go into the elite company and to walk side by side with uh, the likes of Justin Rose and Rory McIlroy, holding one on the uh, on the in, in round four. Yeah, and a, and a, like a remark, it was like a sort of trick of of light because normally with a hole in one, you 
the ball flights through the air, it lands, yeah. it ru- and this went boom straight yeah. in the hole, well, we slam dunk, and he thought we were saying earlier, weren't we? Seen that? You, you kind of your eyes are trying to look at the green. Yeah, it's, as it landed on the green, and if it doesn't land on the green, you think oh, I must be in the bunker in the rough. It was actually just straight into the hole. It's fantastic. So yeah, they've interviewed him this week, and he, he said um, he said he's had so many texts. He sort of he's such a hmm. personable, nice fella, yeah. isn't he? Have you seen there's an ad, there's an advert going yeah. about of him yeah. where he was advertising his home course? He's a bit of a natural yeah. in front of the camera, uh, so he, he's like yeah. everyone just speaks well. well of he steals him. the bride. He's an absolute <laughs> cad. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's he's a top bloke, and um, in his interview, came in for interview on Tuesday. Uh, one of the questions was, um, "What's the biggest surprise of the last few days?" And he said, "I mean, getting a text from Michael Jordan—that's pretty big." <laughs> He said, I was a little yeah. kid in Iowa uh, saving 100 bucks for a pair of Jordans back in the day. So he says that was pretty darn cool, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, so I suppose in terms of betting, which is what we're here for, is how does he play? There are markets about him. I've seen prices on him getting another hole in one. That's a bit sort of gimmicky. But mm. does he make the cut? The sort of romantic in you thinks, yes, why not? He's on the high. The realist sort of goes... Mm. Mm. I'm kind of thinking, we've said this before about people who might be drained after their incredible experience the week before. We often say after majors, don't we? Oh, he gives so much effort to get into second or first or wherever. You've got a feeling that he might just need a break. Yeah. I mean, it's a long time ago and it's a very different story. But I, you remember when Justin Rose uh, finished fifth in the Open as a kid? Yes. I think he holed out with the last. Yeah. And he, I think he missed 22 cuts after yeah. that. Now, Michael Block's a bit older, isn't he? He's not like a kid. So he's sort of used to stuff, but, you know, as much as he's lived life, he's never felt stuff like this. No. And you don't want to, you don't want to, I mean, the price is there. People will want to back him to make the cut. Mm. So I think it's a bit of a false price. It, so. it, it might be the sort of thing that makes the bookies rich. Yeah, because everyone, yeah, yeah Mike, he can do it again. If he can do that in the USPGA, surely he can do it here. Mm. Mm. I, I sort of, I, I'm cheering him on, but in terms of, a positive bet on Michael Block, you'd have to say, not really. With, with all due respect to all the bookmakers watching, it's our job to try and take money off you, not give it to you. And yeah. uh, so we kind of put up bets that we believe in, don't we, on here? And and if I mean, Michael Block, it wasn't like he's never played on the PGA Tour previously. You can check out his form. And before that 15th, it's just miscut, miscut. Yeah. And maybe a 60th in there. So the norm very much is for him not to quite be good enough. Mm. And he's had one amazing week. I'm not sure he's... He played some fantastic shots, did, though. Wow. But, but I wonder if that's sort of a moment in the sun, it's, really. I mean, I said to you halfway through that tournament that it's the sort of stuff that Hollywood film will be made of. Because, yeah, I mean, there have been Hollywood films made of less. Um, going from yeah, being a club pro to, like I say, playing in a major. But, yeah, kind of backing it up. It's Yeah, yeah. I mean, for any, anybody... Anybody who's suddenly thrust into the limelight like that to, to then ask to go again the week after. Yeah. It's a bit of a tough ask. So, yeah, I don't think Michael Block. So, let's let's go. I'd, I'd love to see it, but I don't see yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. This is Late Tea Time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let's go back to Ryan Palmer. So yeah. on, on the outrights, I think he's about 100 to 1. I prefer him in the first round leader market. Now there was... um. There was a radio, I think it's PGA Radio, Chris Kirk, another player I quite like this week. He was on there saying there's been a bit of rain in the Dallas area in the last a couple of nights. And that could that will soften the course a little bit. So I wonder if those going out early on Thursday will get the softer conditions. You know, they'll get the 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 clean greens before you get a few spike marks in there. So Ryan Palmer's got a 7:31 a.m. tea time. Um, from the 10th tee on Thursday. Now, if you look at how we started before in this event, there's some positives. He opened with a 62 one year. Yeah. And then in that US Open qualifier um, earlier in the week, he started with a 63 and then shot 71. So he sort of blew it a little bit, but he certainly got off to a to a fast start. And then recently on the PGA Tour, it's a similar a similar daily. He started with a 64 at the Byron Nelson, a 66 at the Wells Fargo. So there's a lot of things coming together for Ryan Palmer to make a fast start. I think you can get 80 to one on him being first round leader. And that's a bet I really like. Okay. So Ryan Palmer is taking some of our money then, isn't it? We're, t- we're keeping it away from certain people, but Ryan Palmer strikes our fancy then as we uh, head towards and the Charles Schwab Challenge. He said, though, we've got two bets this week. Ryan Palmer's one of them. Who's the other? Yeah, the other one is Sam Burns, um, who's the defending champion. Now, it's hard to win back-to-back, and I think Ben Hogan is the only player to have won this back-to-back, so it's a tough ask. But in his relatively brief uh, career, Sam Burns, he's already made a successful defence. That was at the Valspar. So that was his first win in 2021. Came back 2022, won it again. Mm. So after last year, he came, I think, from seven back to win this. He's got that knowledge that he he can uh, repeat at a course. And he, again, he's come in for interview. As obviously, has lots of good memories from last year. But they go back further. He, he, he came here as a kid. He remembers um, coming here in 2011 when David Toms won. Um, he said, I can remember a lot of the shots that he hit that day. So I, got, remember, I remember David Toms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's got a real sort of connection with this tournament, uh, Sam Burns. And to win it was obviously great. Um, but if he's won it once, as he's shown, he can win it again. And and the reason, I mean, I looked at his price and you get 30 to 1, I think. 28s maybe with eight places. Okay. And I just think for Sam Burns, that was a big price. And I thought, well, how bad is he playing because of... <laughs> He shouldn't be that price. I know there's some big 30 names. 30 to 1 is the price that's scrolling across the bottom of the, uh, the screen yeah, at the moment. I think that the each-way terms are a bit limited on that. Yeah. But in terms of how he's playing, um, he shot 74-80 at the PGA uh, last week. And I think he's been a bit kind of disregarded this week because of that. But when he's interviewed, he said that basically he was, he was really sort of whacked and tired and he was glad, almost glad to miss the cut. Okay. You could see in, in that second round 80, he's just sort of staggering. He just wants, hmm. I'm done here. So I think he really appreciates uh, the couple of weeks off. And then in, in terms of you know, that course wasn't for him, in terms of this week, Colonial, he says, I love this golf course. It's very similar to a golf course that I grew up on, kind of small tree line. It's very penal in certain spots. 
it kind of makes me focus a little bit more on the shots you're trying to hit. I like that aspect of it. I guess it just fits my eye a little bit as mm. a, a common quote. But I like the fact that he, he grew up on a course similar. So he's got a real comfort zone here. I'm always fascinated by that that saying because you, I mean, I tend to off, off the tee, I hit left to right. My balls go that way. Um, but the, so you can see why certain courses suit certain players, but you just imagine, don't you, just come from a layman's perspective, you imagine that everybody that picks up a, a professional card can hit it both ways and can yeah, can do anything. Uh, they've all got the favourites, yeah. like in football, like Messi or left foot. So people have got a stock mm. shot. So he clearly likes this course, as he showed uh, last year. Then then you've just got to look at his, if you take it from a, you can bring stats into however you want to use them, but Sam Burns' last three starts in Texas, he's won two of them. Right, okay. When the match play um, at Austin Country Club, which is which is a good um, tournament for correlation, he beat Scotty Scheffler in the final. Well, he beat Scotty Scheffler in the playoff here last year, so those two courses really do correlate well. And then obviously he won this one as well in 2022. He's also runner-up in the 2021 Byron Nelson. He's got a pair of sevenths in the Houston Open. Sam Burns in Texas is a fantastic player, really. Um, so just because he's had a little dip at the PGA when he was a bit running on fumes, mm. um, the fact that he's had two days off, to come back here, of course, he loves, and the price at 28 to 1 on a proven winner. I mean, that, that, often, that often is sport, though, any sport. You go to a venue where you've had success before or a place you've had success before, it just revitalizes the juices sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, and, and certain players seem to to be better at it before. A lot of players say, yeah, it's good to be back. And, but it's he's backed it up by winning the Valspar twice. So I think he can come back here and get straight back on the horse and and play nicely again. He's, you know, he's from Shreveport, Louisiana. That's where David Toms was from. So he's got quite a connection with him you know, fr from the southern states. Just his record in Texas demands respect. And I, I just think for, for a... For a player that wins the amount he does, I mean, from the from if you start from May 2021, he's won five times. That's, yeah, you go back. There's people like Justin Thomas; they, they haven't won <laughs> that many times. So that's a lot of wins in the last couple of years, last two and a bit years. So you're on a, a proven winner. So I, yeah, I think Sam Burns is is a nice each way bet. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Look down the camera, then DT. Seems we'll be doing it in a nice studio. And tell us those two bets again and a line for each one. Why? Yeah. So on the outrights, we'll do Sam Burns at 28 to 1 uh, each way. And we'll do Ryan Palmer at 100 to 1 each way. And then first round leader, I'm going to go in for Ryan Palmer again. He's got an early tea time. He's got a history of good starts here, recent good fast starts as well. Ryan Palmer, first round leader, is 80 to 1. Marvellous. Gamble responsibly, everybody. Um, it's quite nice in there, isn't it, to do it in here? Um, this is the uh, Sports Broadcast Media Studio, and uh, this is a Sports Broadcast Media production. So you'll see us in here again. It won't be every week, because as you know, regular late tea time podders know that me and DT 
we we struggle sometimes to find the right time of day to do it and we certainly struggle to be in the same room to yes. do it so uh, it's not always going to be from here you'll see us back in our our, our respective living rooms um, on other late tea time podcasts in the future but uh, it'd be nice to be in here today it'd be nice yeah well perhaps get back in here for uh, the majors maybe well we do have um, the small matter of the open not too far away and we so we could maybe uh, think about coming in here for yeah. that as we go forward but uh, um, very good to see you at late tea time Pullers. we will be back again next week for uh, more golf betting tips we've had two good weeks in a row hopefully and um, the tips today will make it three good tips in a row as well and uh, so stay tuned and join us again next week it's been good to see you gamble responsibly and we'll see you next time always gamble responsibly visit begambleaware.org for more information Podcast Network.